Welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a blue iced coffee, which is just a sad iced coffee. Uh, sit down and relax. It's a conversation between friends, a look at the video gaming industry, a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer. Uh, joining us this week on our panel, starting all the way at the far left, is Turo. He's muted. Yeah, I'm double, I was double muted. I don't know what happened there. Hello. <laughs> you were being a jerk. That's why you were double muted. Oh, oh, yeah, I was like, mute, mute, doop, doop, doop. And uh, joining us next to him is Dave. Hello. Hello. And next to him is Princess Leia, I mean Kate. Hello. Nice. And Someone get this walking us... carpet out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> and then joining us on the iffy internet connection is Matt. Howdy. Who do I have a large feedback loop from? I can hear it. I can Somebody... hear it, too. Echoing. Uh, and then joining us all the way at the far end is Nick. Hello. I will do process of elimination in a couple of seconds to figure out who that is. Uh, lots to discuss this week. Um, we've got a couple games that we're going to review as we go through our er opening section. Uh, let's start with uh, Turo. What did you do this week? Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat. Did you beat it uh, yet? No, I've been I've been honing my skills. <laughs> I, I want to pay close attention to the story and want to do all of that at once or try to. I I just been doing the towers a bunch and just honing my skills as Aaron Black Gunslinger and Ermax. Uh, what was it? Mystic. I think it's Mystic. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing that. I have not done anything. Uh. So you've not played online either. And what system did you no, get it for? Xbox One. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, told you, I told you I will. God. Uh, so have you been playing anything else? Uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper yet? No, 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 no. no oh, and, Earth oh, right and Mortal Kombat on the phone. That's what I've been playing too. So those two things. Because no they, Pokemon? No money. No Pokemon at all this week. It's weird. I really need to get back to that. I need to... Well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. It's not like you actually play Pokemon. You just online auction trade them. Ooh! Oh, get out of here! You have no clue how hard it is to get legendaries that you can't get legendaries in the games anymore. I had to sacrifice so many things to get those. It was good to get them, but like Mew and all them, Keldeo, you can't get those in game. Those are special event Pokemon, and that that's what I got in the auction. It's hard. It's stupid hard. <sighs> So, I, yeah. so somebody yeah. has like you know, game sharked versions of it, and you know you're just all. Uh, there's way to test it. If they don't go into the Pokemon Bank, then they're fake. But if they they're all in my Pokemon Bank, so they're if all they legit. don't go into the Pokemon Bank, are they bankrupt? 
I'm going to go back to playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you do anything else this week? Or um, suffered through not watching Daredevil because Stinking Sammy saw a little bit of it at the beginning and goes, oh, this looks cool. Can I watch it with you? And I go, oh, okay, so it's going to be a month before we finish it. And I could easily finish it in one day. <laughs> wow. Well, so, so let's, let's tackle this now. By, uh, going down the list, Turo, you've not seen it. Dan, not it. Like five minutes. What's up? Have you seen Daredevil? Oh yeah, I I, I was done that by Saturday. Yeah, I was hey, done that by Saturday. Do they nice. have Netflix in Canada? Yes, but I'm not a member of it. Okay, so you've not seen it. No. Can Max, you've also finished it, correct? No, I'm to episode six. Okay, and but you've seen six episodes out of thirteen. Yes. So you're halfway. And then Nick, are you watching it? I want to. It's on my list. Well, <laughs> so Dave and I then are the only two that have finished it. And um, A friend of mine at work said that's how you do a season finale, and I don't know what that means. If, it means if it's, you, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And, and the amazing part is they have co-opted Batman in a way that I think Batman doesn't even do that well. And that's telling the story. No, 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 no. No, you no. Cannot support no. it for being a Batman clone. You cannot. <laughs> it's argue not. Those points. No, that's my point. That's my point. It's a Batman clone? No, that's my point. Is that I think they do a fantastic job of making it dark, but that's about where the parallel ends. And it's so dark and gritty and realistic in ways. It's hard to say realistic, but it's. There are realistic touches to it that make it actually really. The things I really like about yeah, the things I really like about it is like um, especially like if you go and compare it to like obviously the comparison is going to be made to the the movie that Ben Affleck did, where they overdid special effects for it and everything was that radar vision and all that kind of stuff. None of that. So they didn't waste any money in the budget on any of that. It seems like where all the money went in the budget was fight choreography, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, I, there, They're doing there is, such a great job with that. In, in the second episode, without spoiling anything, yes, there is, a, there is a fight scene that takes place in a hallway that lasts for five minutes, and it is one continuous shot. And it is awesome. It, it reminds is, me of, uh, whatchamacallit, Old boy, the original is, old boy. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they definitely took inspiration from old boy when they did it. But this yeah. is that there was nothing executed poorly. They even switched out to stunt doubles, and you could not tell. Wow. I mean, yeah. really, really well done. And just it's a I Netflix think, show. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it, if this is the future of Marvel TV, WB yeah. might might be wanting to take a step back and go, oh, all right then. Because between Shield and this, wow. Not um, to mention playing Arkham Asylum right now. That that was very that that whole battle scene was very reminiscent of the Arkham combat style. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, that's um, so good. So it, good. it is. You know, I've I've heard I've spoken with several people who said you know it's too dark, 
they, they it was it was almost borderline evil, and they didn't like it. Too dark? And I get that. I, I get that. Well, um, doesn't it show like a dark side of the MCU? Like, yeah, no. Well, I mean, traditionally, Daredevil. Yeah, traditionally Daredevil is the you know the the you know the unicorn he and rainbows of Marvel he, Universe. He fits right. into the same Marvel universe as the Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and, to the street level. I mean, the place is called Hell's Kitchen. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, it's 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 about walking that line of justification for the things you're doing. Is it really helping or hindering? And if you ever go back, like there was a a, a, a recap of all of Daredevil's main comic lines that we posted on the site. And, you know, it is, like, actually one of the most depressing stories in the Marvel Universe, you know, of all the <laughs> stuff that he goes through. I mean, it's just downright depressing. And th- that's it, I've, really... I've read some stuff here and there. Yeah, I've read some stuff here and there, like, you know, not... I'm not, like, you know, an issue one on your reader of Daredevil or anything. It's, like, kind of, like, you know, pick and choose some trades that were recommended to me. Every single one of them were super depressing. <laughs> So it's just like, yeah, it's it's dark and depressing, and he's fighting well, an uphill battle. It's awesome. One thing I think if Marvel Marvel would win comic book TV if they did like a TV show based on the Punisher Max series that Garth Ennis did. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. That would be that, put so that, put awesome. that bad boy on HBO. Put that bad boy on uh, HBO and give them a budget, and mm-hmm. that would be. A- it would be so good. So good. Where does Punisher belong as far as who owns him in Marvel. the Marvel? Marvel. Oh, you mean like for movies? So it's just it's like Disney Fox then. or yeah, it's Disney. Okay, awesome. I don't know. That one might have lapsed by now. I mean, it's been a while since there was anything Punisher, and let's face it, nobody's known how to do anything with it because they keep making it PG thirteen. Yeah, that probably helps. If they make, if they do make a new one, they need to execute Dolph Lundgren in it. That would just be funny on so many levels. So, <laughs> all right. So enough, enough. I, on I hate, I hate you for even reminding me of that. <laughs> um, anything else you did, Taro? Uh, no, that's that's it. Not watching Daredevil, playing lots of Mortal Kombat, and no Pokemon. And oh, I did my first beer trade. I should be getting it today or tomorrow. Let me know how that that works out for you, and if we don't hear from you next week, we'll know you died of poisoning. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm very, very excited. So, yeah. Ding! Um, So, Dave. Yes. You are one man. I am. And you might have beaten a game made by one man. (laughs) That's that's what it took. It took a game made by one man. To for, for you to actually beat. You actually beat a game? I, I beat a game. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. I, I said we were going to bring out the confetti cannons and whatnot, so... <laughs> no, cheer, cheers to you, sir. Uh, it, Here you go. It, thank you. It may have been an accident. Um, I just was kind of playing. Um, I, playing I, think it took me, I think it took me like 21 hours to beat a six-hour game, so I mean, let's not go crazy here. Um... I hate those games where you have to explore everything because I literally will take thing and I will I will explore every little nook and cranny and try and I'm still like only seventy five percent on the items. And so what, still, like, uh, what, game, what game did you beat, sir? Oh, I'm sorry, Axiom Verge. <laughs> um, so Axiom Verge, a downloadable game, a downloadable mm-hmm. game for the PS4, um, made by one guy, Thomas. It's Thomas Hap, right? Do I have that right? Correct. 
Um, it's awesome. It's a loving send-up to the original Metroid. Um, it's got the very, like, you know, 8, 16-bit-ish, you know, kind of graphics and everything. Gameplay is straight out of Metroid with a lot of twists. Um, there's a lot of weapons in the game, especially if you're willing to put in, you know, the effort to search around for stuff. You find all kinds of fun stuff. Like, I got the flamethrower, like, toward the end of the game, which is just awesome. Um, and they all are useful, actually. I found a lot of use for a lot of the different weapons that, you know, you didn't just lean on one for the whole game. So that's that's been great. Interesting little story with the game. Uh, the gameplay is just fantastic. I just love it. That's that's a wonderful game. That guy has... I, I really hope he does well with it. Um, I hope it's really catching on. I hope people are playing it because he deserves to have people play this game. He deserves to have people paying for it. Um, it's so much fun. I will probably... You know, play it again when it hits the Vita. Um, so so I'm just if, looking if, you that. Were, if you were doing a, a formalized review on this, um, what are the pluses? What are the minuses? And what score would you give it? Uh, pluses to the game. I mean, this could be a plus or a minus. If you like the retro style, you know, you might love the game. The music is awesome. It's like a retro style graphics with. <laughs> Great music, but the music is kind of a throwback to the old stuff at the same time. Um, that's either going to be a plus or minus for people, so that's just a, a style choice. Gameplay-wise, huge. Um, it's perfect. It's tight. There's not a part in the game where you sit there and feel like, oh, I missed that, you know, that jump or anything because of the controls in the game. No, everything that was clearly my fault. That was, you know, me that couldn't do that. There's lots of, you know, crazy stuff in a game. Like I found a little thing like before I had the ability to phase through a wall, you can sit there and like hang from a wall with the with a grappling hook. And if you rock a certain way, you can pass through walls. So I was doing that early on. That was kind of neat. Um, and I actually kind of figured that out myself, which that's the first time ever. Usually I'm late to the party for that kind of stuff. So that was fun. I hear you there. Yeah, the game supposedly, you know, there's speed runs built into the game, so like that's a that's a thing. The game is designed for that kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see. I'm probably not going to be good at it, you know, as good myself to sit there and do that kind of thing. But I'm interested in watching videos of people um, just breaking the game in all kinds of ways. Um, so that's a huge plus. The the store. I don't know. There's not too many minuses in the game. I really. Um, if you don't like backtracking, um, it's got that old school kind of backtracking where you you see something you can't get to and you need an item or an upgrade or a power to get through, you know, to the space to get to that, you know, get to that item, that can drive some people nuts, um, especially today. So if you're, you know, if that's something that bothers you, that's a, that, that could be a negative. Um, I mean, I like that style of game, so, you know, it's fine by me, but I can see that annoying people. Um, other than that, people should be playing it. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And uh, what score would you give it out of 10? Out of 10, definitely a 9.5. Very good. Excellent. Uh, did yeah, you play I just, I just loved it. Did you play or do anything else this week? Uh, yeah, I watched all of Daredevil. Um, I got through that uh, early in the weekend. Um, I'm a little behind on the other shows uh, because there's been uh, a lot of social stuff this week. And I'm trying to think, was there anything else? Um, just playing around with the cameras and stuff. So, spring's here, getting outside a little bit. It's nice. Weather's getting great. Digging that. And, oh, uh, Batman vs. Robin uh, came out Tuesday. 
Um, and I just watched that today, and that was uh, it was solid. It was really good. They kind of did a take on the whole Court of Owls uh, storyline. Um, it wasn't an exact, you know, telling of that. They they sampled from it and you know turned the story around and incorporated with other things. Um, but it was nice to see Court of Owls involved. They did a pretty neat job with it. Um, you know, great voice cast. Weird Al Yankovic was the doll maker. Really creepy. Nice. Super <laughs> creepy. He creeped it up. He creeped it up so bad. Um, so that was kind of neat. That was a neat little surprise. Because I'm sitting there listening to it, I'm like, why does that voice sound familiar? And I was like, oh my god, I forgot about that. Um, so another solid, you know, DC animated effort. They they know what they're t- they know what they're doing there. There's a preview for this uh, new one coming out. Uh, it's uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters, where it's like a like a, it's a total Else Worlds kind of thing. Where yeah, I saw the preview of that. Yeah, the preview on the on the disc is really awesome. Um, uh, Batman is actually not Bruce Wayne. It's the guy. Uh, oh, I forget his name. Uh, who's Man Bat? Huh? No. Okay. So um, the guy that's Man Bat uh, ends up becoming Batman. He's like a, he's like a, totally a vampire. Um, Wonder Woman is actually Orion's wife. Um, so there's like all kinds of like you know weird stuff and everything. But it's you know it's them just playing around with the universe. It's Bruce Tim doing it. So you know it's going to be a good story. Um, you know. So that's exciting. And, yeah, we'll just cut it there. I'm sure there's maybe a couple other little things, but that's the majors. All right, so I'm going to skip over Kate because I know Kate and I are going to have long conversations about two different things. Uh, oh, yeah. so I bought Mortal Kombat but didn't play it. Right. You suck. I know. That'll be tomorrow. <laughs> Here's that as Turo. I'm playing it tomorrow. You'll see me online tomorrow. Hey, I played the hell out of it. Just not you got the it for the wrong system, you idiot. Oh, I love my system. I'll probably get it on the PS4 later on, but yeah, I love it on this one. There's nobody online to play with on the Xbox One. I found a couple of people. Yeah, there's there's only there's only like seven times less people to play with on the Xbox. Yeah, you found a couple of people. It's two kids who their parents hate them, so they got them the wrong system. <laughs> so, I'm gonna practice with people so that are really all, good. Then they're just all depressed. They're just playing a the game. They're like, "Ooh, my parents hate me." And you're like, come on, like press some buttons, put up a little offense. You're like, you can't, my parents hate me. Just kill me already. That's why I'm getting all these brutalities. I did my, I did a brutality, so that was impressive. I, I did it by accident. That was cool. Um, so let's skip all the way over to the end and talk to Nick. Hi. <coughs> um, what have you been up to this week? Oh, what have I been up to? Um, well... Obviously, I've been doing Destiny. Um, I have... Uh, I've been trying to get Soros up for... What is it? Um, I've been trying to get Soros Regime up for... Flawless Raider, because that's all I have left. That's all I have left. I did uh, Crota Zen twice, this, twice already, just to get in the mood. And Nightfall, which got me nothing. So... The whole game gets you nothing. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I... I haven't gotten anything new in forever. When, um, when we get when we get to the news, we're going to talk about how Destiny hates you. Just oh, so badly. Um, been playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Um, so, I just want to check this. The only two people who are not playing it are Dave and Turo. Yes, um, and I'm I'm very happy. By the way, <laughs> I am. Don't get in. You won't stop. 
like I have other fun games on on my mobile to play, and I'm very happy with them. Yeah, yeah but when I you run out of birds. <laughs> so he beat Nick, one game, and now he's gonna rest on it forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six hundred like, like I beat Axiom Verge. So there. <laughs> so Nick, uh, um, how are you liking Final Fantasy Record Keeper? It's fun. I'm. I there's one thing I have to state about it. Um, I have to state that <clears throat> me being a hardcore Final Fantasy fan, minus fourteen, which I haven't gotten into because you know life. Um, I, I miss, I, I hate being constricted to two abilities. I am the mage fan, so I love having all forms of fire, all forms of blizzard, all forms of at my disposal at all times. And only having one cure and six uses of it sucks. You can have well, a bunch of mages. You can have an all mage party. Yeah. I can have an all mage party who die, because my luck sucks. I didn't get Sephiroth. Because every time I did the second to last dungeon, I got to the, the, the big guy who, oh, you can't hit because he's too far away. And I was like, okay, fine. I've got Thundara. I've got it to rank two. Let's go kick his butt. No. What's the first thing you do? Let's missile Radi- Radia in the face and take her yeah, out. Yeah, but, but wait, wait, wait. Do you know the trick, Nick? <laughs> what trick? She dies in five seconds. No. No, no. There's a trick to that. You you ought, When that happens... You double tap the home screen, the home button, and you kill you kill the task. And when you go back in, it reloads right there, and odds are it's not going to happen a second time. And you no, I, I tried the battle four times. She died the first no, no, no. time four times. Yeah, but did you kill the task and go back in? No, I didn't that's, know that thing. I tried this the legit way. Who does yeah, things well, legit? I mean, you can't do Sephiroth anymore anyway. That that's over. It's a free to play. Yeah, it's a free to play game. Uh, you, you can cheat all you want if it. Is in the game. You should use it. But well, I do have. have but don't fear because they do reissue that event. Correct. So I'm, I'm getting like, Tifa up for it. So yes. In, it's, it's not going to be for a long time, but in the future. I'm going to get will. Sephiroth because he's. A yeah, dick. in the future you'll I get a second him. chance. Probably not for like six months or more, but. Ooh. Um. Let's see. <clears throat> so Final Fantasy Record Keeper Destiny. I'm all ready for Flawless, so we just need to figure out a time. We'll talk later. Um, what else? What else? What else? Games. Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Um, played a little bit more of that. Really fun. I love lasers. I have to say that. I love lasers. They're so fun. Um, played some Borderlands 2. I finished, uh, was it? You know how they came out with like little mini-sodes? Every so often? I finished the one with... Cromax? Cramax? I don't know. It's on the beach. Sir Hammerlock. He gets captured. Um, <clears throat> but I finished I finished that all by myself with Zero. That was kind of fun. I uh, did a little bit more Darksiders. I almost have Platinum on that one. Going to record it and make it part of the intro. All the shows except for Flash. Pardon me. Um, Defender of Texel, always. If I ever have a lot of free time. I'll actually get high, high ranking in one of those, but um, yeah, other than that, that's basically it. Not a whole lot. I had a pretty busy weekend. So, Matt, how about you? Oh, let's see. Well, <clears throat> I made a, a decent dent into Arkham Asylum, so that's going well. Uh, based on the trophy list, I've got two chapters left, so that's going well. Um, 
I like I said I'm uh, six episodes into Daredevil. Uh, watched Agents of Shield. Watched the season one finale of Twelve Monkeys. Uh, so got that in. Um, and then Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which I, I also did not get Sephiroth. So you know that, that that's it's it was it was a pretty crazy battle. Even even knowing the cheat, um, it is possible to have Rydia zapped more than once in a row, even killing the desk. Um, and then I just ran out of time. Uh, let's see, I did get both Cecils, so that's good. Uh, and I was a little nervous about this. Uh, I don't know, is she Eris or Aris in this version? I don't even it's, know. But it's Aerith in this Aerith. one, I believe. Yeah, which is the Japanese. Yeah. Um, which is what it was always supposed to be. Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. But translations. But, yeah, localizations. They're always fun. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I, so, uh, Mark posted up uh, what the Japanese requirements were, and I was kind of like, ah, this may be where I call it quits because one, I hate farming quests in mobile games, and two, the requirements were ridiculous, but it sounds like uh, they may have slimmed it down a bit for the uh, North they American They slimmed it down a lot. <laughs> okay, a lot. I got, uh, I got ready I got in, t- in like t- five minutes. I mean, Eric, Eric, in five minutes. Excuse me. No joke. Really? Well, yeah, five? I yeah, also, it's so easy to get her. It's so easy. Yeah, easy and normal of the thing, and you're done. That's it. That's all you need. I'm already done with easy. I'm halfway through normal. Yep. You'll, yeah, so you'll be able her. to you'll be able to buy her afterwards. Buy her and several other uh, key item things. That doesn't sound right, but there. You yes, go. kids. This is a human trafficking game. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Final Final Fantasy Planet Record Keeper. <laughs> uh, my other accomplishment for this week is I am down to just last week's comics to catch up on, and then right. this week's, but I haven't picked them up yet. So. I am actually made a, a fairly significant dent in that stack. Now I just need to take the time to actually box them all where they need to go, and I might actually be able to clean out my room. <laughs> all right, then. That's uh, about it. Uh, then that brings us to Kate. And Kate, I know you've been playing a little fighting game uh, more so than everybody else. It sounds like we're pretty much on the same place in the game. What have you been playing? Well, the first thing I did was watch Alderaan be destroyed, and I wound up being taken as a slave to this guy named Jabba the Hutt, but I wasn't having any of that, so I ate him, and that was that. But after that, I used my Jabba the Leia the Hutt slave area to play a game called Mortal Kombat X, and I've been playing that a lot. Um, I beat the story mode. Right now, I'm going through... I haven't like, gone to practice or hone any characters yet, what I'm doing is... I went straight to there. <laughs> no, what I'm doing is I did the story mode, and then now what I'm doing is just going on, like, single fight against the computer, mm-hmm. so I can get the trophies for winning a match with every character, using every variation, doing all the x-rays, oh, with, man. and doing all the fatalities, because if you just go through and do a match with each variation, you'll get all those trophies. So that's what I'm going to do right now, and then I'll, like look at Pony a character, but right now it's all about coins because the crypt yeah. is awesome. I cannot I cannot believe I didn't even check achievements or trophies or anything. I, I didn't even that's weird. I have like twenty eight percent. I think I, I'm I'm getting close to around I haven't looked. I, I just have been popping trophies left and right. Yeah, you go online, some of them are easy to get. Yeah, yeah, some of them are quite easy to get. 
And Dang. but um, you can change your. It's the same as Injustice, where you get like that little icon card where you have like a background, an icon, and a border. Mm-hmm. And I've changed mine to all coin bonuses because I want coins for the crypt. Because the crypt is really, really, really fun. It's like playing Doom in the middle of Mortal Kombat. So let's talk about a couple extra things that um, the game shipped with, um, and and we'll we'll discuss this because I think this is oh. an interesting discussion. There's my guy. Right there? Yeah, yeah, I, I got that also. Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> oh, 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 no, I think I know where you're heading, and I really want to address this for people who yeah, are watching. Because you so, asked me this question, I'm gonna, so I'm going to address it. The combat pack. No, that's not it. But, but, I, but I do want to address that. Yeah, go ahead. Because I've also seen a lot of questions online about this, and I know that you mentioned it that first night when we did like a King of the Hill thing. The combat pack is the season pass. Jason, Tanya, Tremor, and Predator are not available right now. The combat pack means that you get them for free when they come out. Well, you get them early. Yeah, yeah, you get them earlier than they go in the general store. Oh, that's cool. Like a week early. But you still don't get all of them at once. It's a staggered release. So I don't know how long between each character it is, maybe like a month or so. But... Rumor is Jason's going to come around the 26th of this month, so he's soon. But people have been confused about that. You do not get all those characters all at once. They're not done yet. It, combat the only pack thing you get is from a Combat Pass. Is, no, you actually do get one thing now, and that is the Swordsman variant. Samurai. Skins, or you samurai. get Samurai armor, yeah. Well, and, yeah. Um, I mean, Shit obviously, dogs. the Season Packs means that you already pre-purchased all of the DLC, so you don't have to worry about buying it down the line, and you get it a week early than anyone who didn't get the combat pack. So there were two other pieces of DLC that I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. The first one is an easy one, and it's not that big a deal. It's one of those time saver things. You can pay $20 and unlock everything in the crypt. So if you didn't want to hunt coins... and Why would you buy that? The crypt is so fun. I agree, but but I could understand... what it the previous games? Like from previous games, I remember when they introduced yes, the crypt. It is exa- you haven't it been is in the, the crypt yet? Uh, no, like I said, I've just been fighting. You should go to the crypt. It's good. It's it's a first-person thing, but there's actual little like action sequences. And so it is the same? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty Nine and Okay, that's cool. But there is another piece of download that I want to talk about because we've talk, discussed on this show... Um, cosmetic downloads, time saver downloads. There is actually a new type of download that I don't oh think God. we've seen in any other game, and it's very interesting. And that is I thought this was a joke. No, there is a new type of download called Easy Fatalities. And so <laughs> what you get is you get a series of tokens, and if you think about this. You don't. It doesn't make the game any easier because you still have to have the amount of skill requ- required to beat your opponent. However, once you beat your opponent, you hold R2 and press a singular button, and it uses one of these downloadable tokens to do your fatality without having to memorize it or input it. What's the fun in that? I love memorizing it. Well, yeah, you do. But if I work two jobs and I don't have time to do it and I've got five extra bucks to buy 20 of these tokens so that I can just play with my friends and decimate them in the fatality section... Or you just want to see the fatality. 
Right. Huh. You, know, you don't have to worry it's about... Like, hey, it's remember that, that honest, the Smosh Games Honest Game trailer. It's like, doing fatalities, if I could only figure out what jump distance is. And, like, you know, you can't p- pull off, like, the mid-screen one or whatever. This is a good way. Like, I mean, you get these in-game, too, so you do not have to buy them. Well, you, get, you don't get many in. in-game. You do unlock a few in the crypt, though. Yeah, a few. But once you use them, they're, they're gone. gone. Which yeah. I did not realize oh. because I burned through all mine because I'm all like, I oh, only just want. <laughs> I went to practice you for free. Come on. King of the Hill, and I was like, oh, let's pick this character. I want to see the fatality. Easy mode, easy mode. I didn't even realize there was a token. I I burned through all of mine that I got in the crypt, so I have none left now, and that's fine. I don't mind doing the memorization. What's interesting though is you have to unlock fatalities and babalities in the crypt with the easy mode token. There's no babalities. Yes, sorry, sorry, I misspoke. Brutalities. But the point is, is that you do not have to have them unlocked in order to use them with easy mode. There's no easy brutalities, though. There's not, but if you don't have their second fatality, you don't need to have gone to the... You can use the easy easy fatality to see it without going into the crypt and finding it. Yep. So what what is everyone else's thought on this type of DLC? It's all it's it's almost a cosmetic thing, but it's you're not making the game any easier because you still have to beat your opponent the hard way, but then you get the cool flash and reward of doing a fatality for a price. Matt, what do you think? You've been very quiet on this whole thing. That's because I went on mute. Um, <clears throat> the. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, it, look, I'm drinking. <laughs> and I don't play games. So, <laughs> here is the not drunk but drinking and not fighting game person's perspective. Hey. It seems really stupid to me. I have no concept of why anybody would sink money into this. I, I, I You know, people are going to do it. It's their choice. It's their money. Knock yourself out. I'm not a min-maxer either. I don't get it. That is way too much work. The minute you have to make a spreadsheet about a game, no, it's not fun anymore. You've just made it work. So... I've made spreadsheets about Borderlands. (laughs) I'm not lying. I made a spreadsheet on all the... I made made a spreadsheet about Dead or Alive Extreme. Actually. Well, it, it depends on what it is, right? I mean, the, the, yeah, I, I won't say I've never made a spreadsheet before, but I was back in a little project called SQP where we thought we were going to be cool and make wikis before wikis existed. Um, but the... Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, I mean, so this is a totally different thing from that, right? This is actually making it easier. But, again... Well, it's you not know making it easier. It's just making the fatality... Well, it's still making it easier, right? Because I've, I have played Mortal Kombat before, and I have gotten to the point where I can do a finisher. You want to know how many times I've actually been able to pull off a finisher? That, then you're like the twice. target market. I would think that this would make total sense to you. If you're you know, gonna it's, have... not, it's not worth... Okay, to me right now, at the point in stage in my life my, my, that I am, and with the disposable income I have... I'd just punch them and knock them out and be done with it. You know what? I yeah, I can go online and watch but all the... But people like you yeah. are the target market who right. people, not people do like, fatalities. Right. If, if you really want to see the fatality on the screen because you want to broadcast it and you want people to think you're cool... Or you want to humiliate the person you fought against. Because people sure. get pissed when you do fatalities against them. Okay. I, I, 
I'm sure I could agitate my son just as easily just by beating him. Um, but the, uh, please don't say that too loud. Yeah, the family-friendly podcast, Gamers Ledge. We beat children. <laughs> well, we're human trafficking and beating uh, child abuse now. So we're, we're doing an all-inclusive episode. <laughs> No. This is the ABC after school version. Um, no, but I've, I don't know. No, it's just it's not worth it. I mean, I don't know how much they are. I I I, I think you said, and I totally glazed over it. But I any amount, like for twenty or something like that. Okay, that that's reasonable. I mean, that's a reasonable price point. I would have expected it to be like six for five dollars or something like that. Oh, uh, but so it's way more reasonable than I thought. But still, I it doesn't. I don't get it. The the. For, the fatalities and the brutalities, to the best of my knowledge, don't do anything other than show you a pretty cutscene. See, I'm going to take it from the other standpoint of I can do fatalities pretty much all the time. And I do not care if people buy this or not. I am not the bum police. If people want to buy it, buy it. Who gives a, you know... I can't swear anymore, but it reminds who cares? Me, it reminds me of Mortal Kombat uh, 3 with the cool code and the super cool code, and there was easy fatalities if you put in the... Remember those? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Button, it was a button, just a button, that made the fatality happen. All you had to do was just hit the button. It reminds me of that. It's like R2 of, or I'm mixing over a different game. It was a... Uh, I don't remember. I just remember you hit just hit one button, and that's the easy fatality that you can do with anybody just to see it. But it didn't cost money. It was just a code. It's just now in the day and age of DLC and money and, hey, we can make money off of this. Instead <laughs> of putting just a cool code in and hitting just a regular button to make a fatality happen. But they don't do thinking, codes anymore for any games, not just... You're saying just like all Mortal Kombat to do it. They, they don't do it for anything. Bummer. It's a bummer that they got rid of that. The whole secret code thing has gotten rid of and been replaced with DLC. Oh, don't look for a red left down up. <sighs> Don't download it if you don't want to. It's just, it's just, a, I miss codes. I miss hey, cool you were, codes. <laughs> you, were laughing, you were laughing pretty seriously there when I was. I think it's talking. hilarious. I think it's hilarious. You are, you're paying money so they can basically, like, that is the equivalent of hiring somebody to, like, sit next to you on the couch and be like, oh, here, do this. So and that's what I'm thinking. Fatality for you. <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of you're you're hiring some dude to to sit there like you you're some kid he sits there and that's all he does is just input these you know fatalities all day long and you're just like okay here you go kid take over like I just think that's funny because that's where my mind goes like that's 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 exactly what you're doing so it's so just, you're, it's just you're funny not, to me you're not being clear do you find that to be a good funny or a bad funny. Like sad, funny. <laughs> She's actually playing more story than I've played right now. Like it's kind of. You might want to move your screen away from that because some people haven't played story mode at all who are watching this. Oh, yeah. it's the first five seconds. I know, but still. Okay. Are you gonna be playing story mode? She's, she's like, never mind. Hell, she's into hell it. yes, I'm going to be playing story mode. What are you talking about? Well, can, I, can we actually talk about Mortal Kombat the game now instead of the stupid DLC? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, in, in standard kind of review format, you know, what do you like, what do you dislike, and what score would you give it? Well, the graphics are amazing. I think very, like, 
especially compared to Mortal Kombat 9 and even Injustice. Like, the faces are much, much better. The animation is much better. The women look like women and not like, you know, square-jawed men. Um, like, the backgrounds are gorgeous. Lighting's gorgeous. Fatalities are extra gross because the next-gen made all that stuff very realistic. <laughs> so, it's very gory. Um, I'm having a blast with it. Story mode, definite Mortal Kombat cheese factor, but actually really, really good. I mean, I'd probably play it again for the coins, just for the crypt, but I might play it a few more times just because I liked it that much. Like, I thought it was a great story mode. Um, a lot of people are complaining about, I'm not going to say what the end is or anything, but that the end broke Mortal Kombat lore, but I don't think so. I th it makes me just wish Mortal Kombat 11 would come out like now, so I can see what happens next. Um, now the fighting is a lot faster than Injustice, because uh, I played Injustice just to get used to a 2D fighter again before it started, and it's a lot it's a lot faster than Injustice. Uh, having fun, a lot of fun so far. Um, the variation system, it's a good way of having um, variety without having too many characters, um, and that way you can kind of stick with a character, but um, once you get deep into fighting mechanics, if you have a favorite character, you can switch out to the variation that might be better against another matchup than the one you're currently using kind of thing. So if you have one character, it's a good idea to learn all three of their variations. Um, I haven't done much online, so I, I've heard it's hit and miss. I've heard that it's pretty good, and then sometimes it's like not so great. Um, lots, and there's tons of different modes, like I mean, the tower, the living towers, traditional towers, like test your luck. There's lots of different things to do in the game. So I mean, I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface yet, and I've already done story mode. There's still a lot more other things to do, but no, I'd give it a solid nine. Yeah, and I, I'd probably echo that. Um, it's the first, literally, first next gen game that I've had the misses sit all the way through the story mode. She was that engaged in it. Um, the story mode, it's exactly like 9. You know, you get to sample all the characters for the most part. Um, it, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, I mean, there are some characters that I don't like to use that you do have to be forced to use in story mode, but at the same time... At the same time, on the converse, it could long. be... Yeah, well, I mean, and it also is like, wow, I never would have used this character, but they're really fun. Yeah, and uh, they, they've, they've done a lot of... The new characters are interesting, um, and I don't think I don't feel that there was anyone besides the normal suspects like Ermac and Kenshi that are stupid pow overpowered. Um, Scorpion's every... pretty overpowered. Nah, that's Scorpion though. I like Scorpion. He's my favorite character. But yeah, no, the 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 rest of it's not. I'd say it's fairly balanced. Yeah, I think it's pretty well balanced. Like and, they're. Um, you know, you know, detracting things. I haven't had any problems online. Uh, the the process of joining your friends is a little more cumbersome than I would have liked to have seen um, in an online environment. But that's really being nitpicky. Um, I, I'd say it's about a nine myself. I, I really have enjoyed it. Definitely worth my money, and I think it's gonna definitely uh, hold my attention for the next month until The Witcher comes out. And I then, think one thing too I want to mention that's probably going to be underrated. The sound in this game is incredible. Like the sound it, effects. It is, and and I will say this is definitely not for the faint of heart. I mean, literally, I think worse than the, the fatalities, than a good number of the fatalities, are the x-ray moves. The x-ray moves are so anatomically correct 
that at one point you are literally bursting someone's testicles. Oh. And it's wow. it's yeah, it's, so it's very realistic. It's intensely it's, it's incredibly uh, oh. it's incredibly one of those moments where you're like and it looks painful on man or woman, trust me. There's no obviously Yeah, I mean obviously men have a little bit more reason to cringe, but no, yeah. it still looks pretty painful. <laughs> Yeah, it's, Hopefully it's, a little more than a little. Really. Yeah, well, um, well... No, and the fatalities are, if you yeah. faint at the sight of blood, this game is not for you. Uh, because yeah, it doesn't. Some of them are like, you know, Mortal Kombat's always had that kind of tongue-in-cheek, over-the-top violence. And some of them are, like, pretty funny and violent at the same time. But some of them are just like, you know, I'm pretty desensitized to that stuff, but you'll see people's reactions where they're just like, Oh my god. Like, you can tell they're going to have nightmares that night because it's just so gross. Yeah, the, the, the missus, that was definitely her first foray into a Mortal Kombat series, and she was like, she would be like gasping during the match when I'd do an x ray move. She'd or, be like, or like, oh my god! <laughs> or like, oh, Ermax Fatality, the one fatality that he's got that's like really bad. Faction kills are actually, that's a new thing. Um, I've unlocked three so far for the Brotherhood of Shadow. Um, they're pretty cool. They're a lot quicker than fatalities, um, and they're not quite as flashy for some of them. But no, I mean, but it's still interesting. One thing I want to point out is I've also seen a lot of people asking this question because when you look in the finishing moves menu to see you know how to do a fatality or what distance you need to do it at, because it might say like you know Raiden's fatality up, down, left, right, circle or something. It'll say close, meaning you have to stand next to the opponent. The faction kills do not say what distance they're from. They are all far away. All, every single one for every single faction. Far away is the distance. It doesn't say it in the menu, but that's where you have to... They're easy to pull off, but it's just, it does not say the distance. So just as a you know, little friendly reminder, they're all far distance. Um, what else did you do this week, Kate? Record keeper. And today, the um, Aerith uh, event dropped, and I got her, so now I'm just going through the event again to you know, get the other stuff that's available because it drops Magicite shards. It's a little different than the other events that have been released thus far, and if you don't know anything about the Japanese version of the game, it's new to you where it's like a collection thing where you just, it's almost like a daily dungeon where it has easy, medium, hard, and you just go through those, and you collect Magicite shards, and then you can give those to Dr. Mog and buy things, and Aerith is available as a character, and she's actually very, very easy to get. And then there's a whole bunch of, like, orbs and a few items and accessories and, like, growth eggs. So what I'm going to do is I have her... With the Magicite shards, you could purchase yeah. them Dr. Mog. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's quite a few. Um, so that'd be good to purchase for her to give her a few levels. Um, but what I'm doing is leveling her up as I'm going through getting more Magicite shards, like I put her in my party, because since she's a 7 character and it's a 7 dungeon, she gets that extra world bonus for her XP. Um... So the Cecil event ends tomorrow. If you, any players out there haven't gotten Cecil on Cecil action, it's your last chance. Cecil on Cecil action. I <laughs> uh, haven't really watched anything. Um, I've even played World Combat or Record Keeper as much as I'd like because I went out of town for the weekend. In that you always, said um, Mortal Kombat. You, you said, said Mortal Kombat, Kombat Record Keeper. Keeper. <laughs> Whatever. That's going to be a See, I would, I would play that game. I would <laughs> also play that game, actually. Yeah, they need to make that. Now it's going to happen. Now RPG-style Mortal Kombat. But um, 
Okay, no, Mortal Kombat and Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Uh, I went out of town, which always means that that breaks up my sleep schedule. So I've been, you know, sleeping more than I want, so I haven't been able to play as much. But that's it. Um, Matt, we already did... Did we already do Matt? No, did we, we did everyone except for you. Okay, you so... saved us uh, till last. Yes, obviously I have been playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Um, I have also been playing uh, Mortal Kombat. That is really all I've been able to play because we've been producing a lot of shows, if you hadn't noticed, on the website, so please do check those out. Episode 2 of um, Talking Them Down from the Ledge goes up this Friday, uh, and our topic was our Toys to Life games Heaven or Evil, and uh, that was an interesting conversation. Speak of your hell. Yeah, same difference. Good, evil, heaven, hell. Uh, and then, let's see. Uh, I think that's it for me, because, I, like I said, not a whole lot in the free time area. Did you get a chance to watch Powers? Oh, uh, I did I did not watch this week's Powers. I'm caught up through last week's okay, Powers. I haven't watched this week's yet either. Uh, did catch up on Flash, and I was very happy to see the, the name of this week's episode, um, because that is a comic book. Um, it was uh, All Star Team Up, <laughs> and the the and and Dave, uh, exactly what you said in episode one of talking them down from the ledge about Adam. Uh, I just like sighed the entire episode. Nice, <laughs> because that was that was that was who the uh, team up was with, and I was very upset about that. So nice. Yeah. Um, but other than that, things are going well there. Watched Agents of Shield and very much am, am still. I think that is one hell of a show as well. So um, Agents keeps getting better and better for me. Yes, uh, it we, does. Can we talk about how creepy it is that I'm able to predict everything that's happening on the Flash? Because <laughs> I totally called. I I called the uh, Mark Hamill thing before it was even a thought. Before it was a thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hipster flash every. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to bring us then to news. And there was quite a bit that went on this week during the news cycles. Um, we're going to kind of take a peek back through our daily show of uh, the Cutting Edge with Gamers Ledge to kind of look at our topics. The first one I want to talk about, which... I know we keep saying eventually we're not going to talk about this game anymore, but it is pretty... This is your destiny. Yes, destiny... Everyone says Bloodborne likes to make you suffer. No, destiny yeah, likes destiny to make you suffer. Oh, destiny is way more cruel. Way more cruel. Bungie basically said, uh, hey, you guys, uh, we're going to mess with you more twice this week. Um, the first thing they did was they released a six... Gigabyte patch <laughs> that does like four things. No, it does a lot more than four things. When you look at the change list, the significant <laughs> things are you can wear your helmet in the social area. You can now change your options for sound. Did you the patch can... make the game fun? No, that's that's possible. That would require ten million gigabytes. But it's still Did the patch ridiculous. Find people to play with Nick? It's really yeah. <laughs> six gigs. Six gigs is like almost a you know a quarter of a game in this day yeah. and age. I they think rewrote a, a lot of files. 
It's a crazy amount. Um, yeah, but what they the, did is sick. They uh, finally uh, listened to us. Okay, but again, ten of you that's still they're, they're still very small changes compared to the file size that that patch is. Yeah, but I'd rather have one big-ass download with a bunch of stuff in it, not just four. It's like ten. And, and, but I'd rather have a big file. And six gigs, let's be completely honest right now. When was the last time that a gigabyte wasn't a common size? Seriously. Okay, but here's my here's my question, Nick. Since you've been playing the entire time, yeah. What, what is the number of of this patch? The, what the the patch number one point one point two? Yes. So how many patches is that then between I'm, launch and now? I'm guessing twelve. It's twelve. Okay. And all of them have been a gigabyte or larger. And now exactly. you're adding another six on top of this. This yeah. game has size creep that the devs aren't trying to control at all. No, are, are they adding six gigs, or is it six gigs of files that's replacing current content? My understanding is it is a six gig additional patch. How much hard drive did the original Xbox One ship with? Two gigs. The original <laughs> Xbox One and PS4? Five. 500. Yeah, yeah. 500. Megs or 500 gigs, excuse me. Megs, holy crap! No, no, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. But yeah, right, that's I, I, not too so, so that's the first. That's the first thing. The, the second thing, on, and that's it. Is the next expansion has oh. been announced called the House of Wolves, and everybody's like, "All right, well, you, you can say what you want about the game. At least we're getting a new raid." No, you're effing no. not getting a new raid because no. they're like, hey, we already got all your money, suckers. We're not going to actually do another raid. We're just going <laughs> to hold off on that to later. You know, we thought long and hard about it, but we're not going to actually give you what you want. Did no, you say they they're listening? Did you say they were listening? They are. They are. They <laughs> did, what they're doing with House of Wolves isn't horrible. And I, I will back you up, and I will not back you up at the same time. You sound like you're in an abusive relationship. That's exactly. Billy does it because he loves me. <laughs> no, I'm actually. I actually have some pros to what they're doing, but I. Yeah, there's cons. Trust me. They. Um, they do listen to me. They do. <laughs> they do. Because no, they, they love me. Yeah. This. No, is, it's. This it's, is bad. it's this not is as bad. bad. Okay. Should. Should. Okay. Here's my thought. Honestly. Yes, they said there's no raid. Is that a dumb decision? Yes. I'm not going to back that up. I wanted a new raid. Everybody I talked to online today when I did my two raids, they were like, oh, did you hear we're not getting another raid? I'm like, yeah, I'm alive, aren't I? It's just, it pisses me off because a fallen raid with another primary, with a different, with the final element, void, it's just, it's it, it fits and it closes everything perfectly. And oh, we're going to make this a puzzle kind of raid. Perfect, that's what we wanted. No, we're just going to throw that in the trash. <sighs> Why? So that was stupid. But what they're giving us is they're not not giving us something. That's the thing. They're giving us an arena mode. They're giving us a way in which yeah, it's more shooting. Well, but that's the game. Um, they're giving us an arena mode. So and it's only three people. So those of you who keep whining and moaning and griping, oh, I don't have six, five friends. Well, you loners who have two at least can still do this. Or I'm guessing you're being able don't to even have two. Then they're matchmaking. This is just arena mode. You, and I, I'm predicting, I'm going to pull a Dave right now, and I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> this is exactly what's going to happen. You're going to get warped into this little 
fallen area in the reef. They're going to walk into a literal stadium full of jail cells. Because that's, pardon me, what it is. It's a jail cell. Or a prison. Prison of the elders. You're going to walk in. It's going to be an arena-like area. All three of your guys are going to walk, guys or girls, are going to walk in. The door's going to close behind you, and you're just going to fight waves after wave of crappy fallen. That's it. With a boss or two thrown in there. And the 2% of people who actually finish this, 100% of the way, and continue to do it multiple times, will get the some raid. badass exotic. Oh, the raid. No, nobody's oh. getting a raid. Um, <laughs> ever. That would be cool. But they're so giving us I, an arena mode, and they're giving... Hold on, there's more. Um, no, just good. proving your theory. Um, and they're giving us Trials of Osiris, which I hate PvP, and I'm stupidly excited for this. I get an Egyptian god as a helmet. That's awesome. Don't deny that. You, so you get, a, you get an old guy sitting on your face. Yes. <laughs> With awesome stats. <laughs> you get an ass hat. Is what you do. <laughs> do. But it's a badass ass hat. Badass ass hat. Especially <laughs> awesome. not five times fast. Oh man! Okay, all right, all right. So we've oh, given way is, too much time things, to that game. There are things to to look forward to, but I I yes. think that it's still a disservice as a whole to the community because there's not one Destiny player that says not getting the raid is a good thing. No. No, it's it's not giving us the raid is like a negative ten. Adding the Trials of Osiris, the the Prison of Elders, the increase. Don't don't judge with my ass hat. Um, <laughs> Giving us raid weapons now get an upgraded attack, so they're useful again. Raid gear gets upgraded bonuses, so it's useful again. Exotics get an upgrade, which allow you to keep your experience. They're doing a lot of positive. It's a minus 10 for a plus 9. Overall, I think it's still a bad idea, but they're doing good things for like 12 gigs worth of space. But, you know, judgment yeah, is Exactly. All right, so that that's one thing I wanted to talk about. The other one is uh, probably something that I actually originally was very negative on, but watching the videos and uh, the announcement uh, gameplay no. videos that came along with it, no. I'm kind of a little bit more no. interested now. No. And that is Guitar Hero Live. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. No. Rock Band, when no. Rock Band comes out, it is a given for me that I will get the full set of plastic instruments and the game. That That is my go-to game. Comma, however, looking at this, if you haven't seen it, it is... Um, so cool. So cool. The, the guitar has a different neck that has a 2x3 grid on it with left and right side frets. And those are represented on screen by black or white notations. So it could be a right side fret, and it will show in you know middle, and you've got to hit it on the right side middle um, for that to work. And it it basically makes it more realistic in how you're excuse the phrase fingering the fret. Uh -huh. uh, yes, on, a two string on. guitar, incredibly realistic. Well, I'm not, <laughs> There's not I'm five not, of them yet. Yeah. I, the, so what's interesting, though, in a, a direction I honestly never thought they would go, is that this is actually a full motion video game. You are playing as a British male band member, and you go out on stage, and it's a stadium arena, and like thousands, tens of thousands of fans, and as you are playing the game, both your on stage bandmates and the crowd 
react to how well you're doing in a kind of realistic so way cool. that actually looked pretty interesting. Hello, the, hello, hello, hello. Oh, oh yeah, it's 1995 calling. They want their FMV back. Yeah, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong, but the interesting part is this, this looks like it's actually implemented well. And I think it's interesting that in 2015, we are actually still having a conversation even about FMV games. But then that's only one way that you play the game. The other way is what they're doing with this service called... Um, uh, SingStar. Oh, no, Guitar TV. GHTV, oh, um. Guitar Hero TV. And you can either watch this 24-hour streaming um, service and play whatever song is in rotation... Or you can search for select songs that come in and out of rotation. What I'm curious to see, and I think they haven't announced this yet because they don't want to get hate, is I have a feeling that that GHTV option is going to cost a monthly subscription fee. I heard it was free. If you buy I the game, not you get the GHTV. If that's the case, that's that's interesting. But I I think it's I still am, I, I'm predicting I'm pulling a Dave. There's Who's going to gonna pay for that? Nobody. Um, Guitar Hero will when they announce the fee well, for their service. It depends. If it's like, if it's a one-time cost of like five bucks, it's not bad. No, they're going to want to. It's a monthly charge of a dollar. Not bad. Yeah, but it's not going to be. They're going to. No, it's, it's not. It's Activision. They're withholding a raid from your expansion. They're Don't gonna... talk about that. Don't, I'm still pissed. I mean, the road, I heard that this road morning, team... and I was like, no. The rotating they're tracks. Putting, they're putting the raid in Guitar Hero. <laughs> if that's that's the case, if I get to be my my if I get to play my um my Destiny character in Guitar Hero, I will pay for that subscription. I worked too hard on the character. There's a possibility the raid's going to be in there because Mark already said they added in arena mode, right? Hey, honestly, <laughs> add, add, <laughs> add a rhythm section to Destiny. <laughs> That would be awesome. You have killed me, <laughs> you have killed me sir. Kudos now, to you. now, the thing that I, I guess I missed this before, so if this was announced, I guess I just missed this, but I didn't realize that Guitar Hero was going back to just being Guitar Hero. Yes, and there is no band hero. There was zero social... Okay, yes, they did show two guitar tracks going at the same time. Don't know if it's guitar. online, if it's same room, or what it is, but to me, that's a, that's a killer right there. I mean, it's You know not, what? You know, and, and the interesting thing is when they posted all this, uh, a lot of people immediately flooded the Rock Band site saying, oh, this is going to be the death of Guitar Hero. And uh, one of the original designers actually came on and made a post and said, you know, I really can't see where you're coming from because you got to remember, we as a studio developed the first two Guitar Heroes. And there's something special to that. And we can't look at it and say, oh, you know, Rock Band's going to be better, or it's a different experience, and we decided to go this way, and they're deciding to go that way, and I'm really excited for them. I hope they're having fun making the games, because we're ma having fun over here making our game. And I, I think that was a very interesting way to look at it. Well, Harmonic's that, classy. I mean, they're going to come well, out that way. But I think, I think they also have a point there, in that there is something to be said for if you just want to be a guitarist without having to sing or do anything else, and that's what you like, then there you go. There's the game for you. And, you know, yeah. I have to say the price was surprising to me. Oh, 99 yeah. bucks that's for the price. guitar in the game, yeah. that's not bad. 99? 
$99 for the guitar. That's not horrible. I've seen worse. It's not. So I, I thought that it was a interesting way to go. And and the one thing that did kind of spook me a little bit was the um, the the official release, not the not the blog post or whatever that was. I remember that coming out too. But like the official release for uh, press release from Harmonix was, oh, we're gonna set the baseline for. Yeah, we're going to make the gold standard or something, basically, for music rhythm games, which is a very corporate panic speak. Um, I don't think they saw this coming. I think they're just reaffirming their their position for their experience. It, it can it can go either way, but that I mean, if you look at that stereotypically, that is a very panic speak. That's like a I had no idea this was coming, and I have no idea what to say about it yet. We're going to set the gold standard for fun and entertainment. Yeah. Well, I think they're coming from a very different place as an independent developer as well, that they want to reassure their fans, hey, you know, you do, don't don't all everybody go out and buy just Guitar Hero. You know, don't forget about us over here developing right. Rocket. And it's, I think, I think, that think that they're going to... good thing of... <clears throat> sorry. I, I agree with you. I think that's the good thing of all of this is you now have two different choices. You're not you're not running two similar things. You've got you've got a a, a range of options in your music rhythm game. So that's um, that's my thought. They're, they're, sorry, real quick, I have to say this. Um, no, yeah. I agree. It's it's a guitar hero is going a different a different place than rock band, which is good. I think they should because it really has been which one do you want, A or B, and I've I like what Guitar Hero is doing. I really do. Go big or go home. Whole point did they go big. Um, but I do. I do think that you're right. It, they're they're switching it so it's not an or situation. It's you should get both and get two different experiences because what Guitar Hero is doing is really cool. Really cool. I, so. I, I don't get that part. I don't. I don't particularly find the arena mode cool at all. The SingStar mode I can see as being interesting, but again, if that comes with a with a service fee, then that's going to be the death knell of that. So, but that's well, my personal I, opinion. I, that's me. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that because there are people that would subscribe to that service, and I'm sure it would do very well because Activision tends to appeal to a broad base. And Mark but, is always in the minority. What's that? And Mark is always in the minority. I am. No, Matt. I mean, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Other things I wanted to discuss. So Xbox is doing something interesting this week uh, that Sony Selling? hasn't done before um, and, and I think is an interesting idea. They are giving Episode 1 of Game of Thrones away for the next seven days on Xbox Live. Whether you have a 360 or an Xbox One, you can go on Xbox Live and watch Episode 1 without having HBO Now, without having HBO Go, or any service. Turo, what are your thoughts on that? So, they're giving away that, yeah, Season 5 of Episode 1? Yeah, that's correct. And they're just giving it away for the... Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. For one week. <laughs> for one week. For one week. Um, it, again, same thing with the whole crack deal. You know, Here's a little bit for free. And if you like it, come on over. That kind now, of deal. What's interesting is you have HBO Go on the mm -hmm. Xbox One, but you do not have HBO Now yet. 
Not yet, no. It's still Apple and them are still for three months, right? Three no, months. I, they have I think it's only 30 days. I think it's only a 30-day a window that they have the exclusivity for it. So. I really thought it was three months. Um, anyway. I'll double-check while uh, you're... While you're... I'll, yeah, I'll, if I can watch it for free, I'll watch it for free. Um, if you don't have a friend's or your own password for HBO Go, uh, or if you haven't started with HBO Now, then it, it just sucks. I almost started on HBO Now on my phone and realized I couldn't get it on the one, and then that's when I looked it up and I was like, ah, okay, there's exclusivity still. I actually went out and bought an Apple TV just for HBO Now. I almost did seventy bucks. I mean, you it, cannot beat so that. It's so good, so good. You can't, you can't beat that. Seventy bucks, and then everything's all integrated. Come on. So yeah, I might do the same. Um, dang, 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 dang. Yeah, first episode. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's fine. It's cool. It's a little. Here you go. You know, enjoy. Hope you like it. That way, you can be in the know. Uh, with everybody that has HBO Go or HBO Now for at least the first episode. And it, it might push people to finally buy the service or to, you know, beg that friend who has the, you know, the login and password stuff to get it. You know, like, it, like I said, it's still the whole little bit of drugs for free thing. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm seeing that there's no definitive word on exactly how long the exclusivity is. That's weird. I so, really thought I, I read 90 days. I really thought I, I read really that. Thought I read 30. I, just like I thought I read it was only a month when it was announced, too. So. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, so, I'll, I'll see if somebody will we'll find it as we're going through. Yeah. Um, do we think that this is a competitive advantage that Sony is not leveraging, working with more... You know, it has tons of media studios, and it does... Some free shows, like one episode of a show, but you know, how often do you see the advertising or messaging for that? I don't, I can't think of, other than Powers, I can't think of a single time that Sony has promoted, hey, if you log on to the PlayStation Network store, you can watch a free episode of X. Whether, you know, they carry The Walking Dead and stuff like that, but they never do anything like that. Is that a competitive advantage that Sony is squandering, or does it not matter in the long run? Sony really should... I mean, they've always had issues leveraging other parts of their company with, you know, other parts. Like, that's been, like, one of the biggest complaints of Sony for years now. Um, so, yeah, clearly they're, they, they're not leveraging enough with that kind of thing. Um, but the other thing, like, the, who owns Crackle? Is that, is that actually Sony? Uh, no, they are third-party, I believe. It is a full third-party? For some I reason, I thought Sony at least had a piece I'll, of I'll that. Do. I'll double check. But I mean, like they, there's there's nothing stopping them from, you know, building more stuff into, you know, building more stuff into, um, you know, PlayStation Network as far as like media goes. Um, so I really don't see why they're not, especially if they're, you know, seriously trying to make it more of a hub, which there's no reason not to. Oh no, you're right. It is fully it is backed by Sony Pictures Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean. Yep, and they're is. not pushing that. Like yeah. it's there, you know, you can get into it easily, but they don't. They don't push it certainly. So I don't know. They should. Uh, and I still haven't found how long the exclusivity is. 
Uh, yeah, this one says three months, but then I just read another one that says one month. So, yeah, somewhere between one, 30 days and 90 days. Let's just call it that for the Apple TV exclusivity for HBO Now. By the way, if you are on the fence about HBO Now, they have, like, every comedy stand-up thing they've ever done, all of their shows on demand. It is probably one of the most value-packed services as a cable cutter that I have ever subscribed to. And the first month's free, just FYI. So I'm watching Game of Thrones for free. Yeah, I, it's really tempting to get Apple TV. But I heard because they dropped down in price, there's a new one coming out. But I don't know how much better it could actually get. I, I you know, having used this one for the last week or so, mm-hmm. I can say that it's probably one of the easiest setup and uses that I've ever had for anything. And I'm not saying that because Matt will say, oh, you're an Apple fanboy. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, literally, this was a piece of cake compared to even the Chromecast to set up. And the Chromecast is fairly, fairly not that thick, but this is even easier because just all of a sudden I can be watching anything on my phone and it simply pops up an icon. Would you like to play this on your TV? And I'm like, yes, I would. And suddenly I'm watching on my TV. Yeah, see, I like the, I actually, I have an Amazon Firebox, Mm -hmm. um, the Amazon Fire TV, and uh, I just set one up. Because you like pants. (laughs) First of all, the commercials... (laughs) Commercials alone deserve your patronage, all right, because yeah. they're awesome. Um, but I just set up one for um, uh, my girlfriend's father, and and he loves it. And he went in and he bought like you know he bought some music from Amazon and stuff like he bought like a CD. And you know how Amazon CD CDs always have the auto rip feature, right? Is anybody like aware of that? Yes. Like if you buy a CD, it's got all. So you put the CDs in his car, and we're going through the stuff all on the Amazon Fire TV. And he goes down to music. He goes, oh, what's music? And he goes in, and it says, like, you know, Prime Music. And as soon as he clicks into it, it has the all the Prime stuff that he can go in and look at. But then it also has the the stuff he purchased. And it's got the, the, two, the set that he had there. And it starts playing right on his TV. And he's like, this is awesome. So, I mean, that's also super easy to set up. Um, so there are choices out there. And it also will have, like, all the Atria stuff eventually. So it's not good. Completely Apple fanboy is on us on this year. Did you get your watch yet? I am not. I'm not. It, that makes no sense for me. I don't wear watches. Nope. I do. What? I don't like it. See? I don't like it. Turn in your fanboy cards, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wear. Uh, an, I wear an old school analog watch. Yeah, I have my analog watch. It's what? What I, software does that run? Gears. Gears. Gears OS. Gears OS. Here's OS, nice. Uh, let's see. Other topics wanted to discuss. Um, let's talk about the Marvel Ant-Man trailer. How amazing, just crazy how good this movie looks. I actually... I wish they would say more minute, about it. Did you guys all decide that this movie was going to be horrible, like, no, I saw a lot ago. of things on the internet that are like, man, this movie looks like crap. So really? Too, yeah, it seems I like you so guys are excited for it. Well, see, so there's the right fanboys that are never, ever, ever going to allow this movie to be good because Edgar Wright left the film. Well, that's I an Edgar Wright fan. I mean, yeah, I'm bummed out that he left. You're, you're being reasonable. Most of oh. them aren't. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I, I'm not dumb. <laughs> I, I think that, you know... 
despite whatever that happened during that period, I still think the movie looks interesting. Um, that that the last scene in the trailer, which I will not spoil, <laughs> I think pretty much sums up the spirit of the movie, yeah. which that oh, is probably it. one of the most hilarious conceptual things that I have ever seen and you know, good use of Disney money to buy out the license for that so that we can show it. I just feel like it's going to fit in the MCU universe whenever whatever happens later in the future. It just feels like it's the right puzzle piece to just go along with the And you know, I think MCU. it's the perfect follow-up to Avengers and Daredevil because Daredevil was this really dark piece and now we're going to go back to the big, broad paintbrush strokes for Avengers and then we're going to bring it down to a more personal story that's just kind of Guardians of the Galaxy silly. We're going to shrink it down? Yes, exactly. I was <laughs> eventually get there over time. Uh, but yeah, that's... that's. You uh, know what else is awesome? The Lego set for Ant-Man, which will be coming out um, in the near future. Teeny tiny. Okay, no, 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 no. So they have... So it's all the minifigures and everything, and but they build stu- the, the stuff surrounding the minifigures are like they actually they make you build large Lego bricks out of small bricks. <laughs> so it makes it look like there's like oh. a giant there's like a giant Lego two by like one by two piece and but it's actually like, you know, just built up out of a whole bunch of other Legos. It's really witty what they're doing. So the wittiness of this movie is just permeating everything and I kinda love it. I love Paul Rudd. I wish him the best of luck. Um, uh, I forget the guy's name, the guy that's playing Yellow Jacket. Um, he's great. Um, I love that guy and everything he pops up in. He was in like uh, House of Cards. This is where I leave you. Um, so he, he's done a lot of great work. So, so that, looking that forward brings, to that. That brings us to our last two um, news items for this week. Uh, the first one that I want to tackle is not related to what we just talked about. The second one is. Um, the first one I want to talk about is GameStop. GameStop, as we know, makes a living off of used games as we transition towards the digital future. Um, Obviously, they are kind of scrambling to figure out what their uh, market is going to be. And it looks like they are doing a test in New York in two different cities in New York York City uh, and then another city in New York State where they are going to be offering legacy systems once again, taking trade-ins for and selling. And how far back are we talking? Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sony PlayStation, Sega Dreamcast, and Nintendo 64. Oh, there's going to be like GameStop and then GameStop Legacy? No, this will be oh. in the GameStop stores themselves. Oh my gosh, that's hectic now. <laughs> So for all them. those, so all those years that they spent getting all that inventory out of the stores is going right <laughs> back into the stores. Yeah. <laughs> because like, some know, executive found a warehouse. <laughs> oh man. You no, know, you know, actually they did they did get rid of all of that stuff. That's not they are going to take trade ins on it and sell them in titles. But when you think about it, I think this is one of their only realistic moves is to start diversifying their older portfolio. Because, I mean, the mom-and-pop, tra- you know, play and trades, things like that, this is what they're already doing. You know, they yeah. sell every system under the planet, 
and GameStop was all, you know, we don't need that. We'll just keep current stock. But now that we're marching towards that digital future, I think one of the executives actually did the exact opposite, Dave. Instead of saying, oh, we have a warehouse full of this stuff and we should start selling it again, it's the exact opposite. It's like, holy crap, if everything goes digital, we're not going to have anything to sell. We need to reach backwards and start taking all these different things and get them out there for people to b continue to buy at inflated pricing. You have to go back, Marty. It's your kids. They start selling those cartridge clone systems. I don't forget what they're oh, called, no. but uh, yeah, no, I don't think you see them in all the mom and pop game stores, you know. Oh yeah, and Walgreens, 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 yeah. Walgreens, but you can put the you can put a NES cartridge, an SNES cartridge, a Genesis cartridge, you know, or whatever in it, and you yeah. know. We got a gaming shop around here that sells like actively puts them on display because they sell the old games. Yep, so I you'll see old Nintendo, new Nintendo, Sega. Genesis, Sega, you know, all these things, and then at the very end of the aisle, it's like, hey, look at our little, you know, everything console. Plays all the Nintendo games. Oh, this one plays all the Sega games. Oh, this one plays all the blah, blah, blah games, Atari games. So, there's no way there's enough of a market for that to have all the stores do this. No, but the little game shops have them. Yeah, but that's, like, specific. Like, people search that stuff out. This is every. This is you cannot sneeze without hitting a GameStop. In I can't. Every... Sorry. Well, I keep okay. Yeah, Matt lives in the middle. Matt lives in nowhere. It's like I've never lived when I wasn't in walking distance of a GameStop. And like you walking, that's like. Lived, you have not yet lived. Yeah, that's like you know walking. If I like you know sprain my ankle really bad, and you know I can still stumble into a GameStop. <laughs> I just I just don't know how much of a, a market that's going to be because like GameStop's market is not the yeah that is pretty fun, um, but GameStop's like clientele they're like for the most part looking for you know current kind of systems you know or recent systems. But are, I, think, we, I think that's the I think that's the shift that they're making is they're going to need to capitalize on things that cannot be replicated via DLC. Right, to days point, though, I think the number of stores will have to reduce to reflect exactly. That. Yeah, what's going to happen to the mom and pop stores, the the people who started their own gaming stores that do specifically that? No, I and think, I think the mom and pop stores are still going to win out there because they're 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 kind of specific with that. They're staffed with people to have a love of those old games. Yeah, I don't. There, I mean, it it takes me a while to find a GameStop that actually has like a decent staff in it. Where, oh, yeah, you know, that's true. Where I'm like, hey, what cool game do you have? Oh, do you have a new Call of Duty, bro? Mountain Dew, yeah. bro, bro. Yeah. Mountain Dew, bro. Bro, bro. Bro, bro. Yeah. So I'm yeah, actually like, you like know, the GameStop you know, If only there was a GameStop where, you know, just hypothetically you and I worked and... Yeah, you know, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Just, sorry. Yeah, that's about, that's closed down. Oh, right. <laughs> that's right. Never mind. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, just I've been, you know, kind of lucky with my GameStops where they've been actually staffed with some good people, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I just can't see that being viable in the mass market um, way that they would really need to do in order to pull that off and make it successful. I don't That's know because they already have they already have the brand marketing. I mean, the, the, they have the established brand that everyone knows. So yeah, they have I, they have the they have the brand establishment, but I mean, how many people are going to go like, oh, 
I need, you know what I need today? An Atari Lynx. Yeah, like well, now, see, that's what I was going to say. You know what? Yeah, this now. right here is why the mom and pop shop wins when I can buy a boxed version of the Intellivision Advanced Dungeons and Dragons and it's mint in box and has all the inserts and everything else along with cartridges. Wow. And I bought this for 10 bucks. 10 wow. bucks. Wow. GameStop would make that like $100. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, why the mom pops. And by the way, just real quick, I didn't get a chance to show this earlier. Uh, this is the uh, Cruise Scorpion statue that came with the really expensive limited edition of Mortal Kombat 10. It is pretty, but no base. That was the biggest surprise. Yeah. Well, your his base, base, his base is his hand. Well, yeah, I know, but it's still, Whatever. it takes up a lot more room on my I, I tried to uh, stand him up, and then he fell over. And I was like, well, this sucks. And then he, his hand fell, and I was like, oh. Okay, okay. That's, that's how it does it. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, I just really want Samurai Jack now. That was so good. So Samurai. I think that'll be something to, to keep an eye on uh, as we move forward to see if that test works because they are saying that if this test is successful in New York, they're going to roll it out to the majority of the rest of their stores. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that works. Um, the last thing that I wanted to uh, discuss, what were we, what was our last topic? Sorry, I stepped away and I lost my place in my notes here. Um, before was it related this. to Ant-Man? Uh, yes, it was... Oh, right. So the other major announcement between last podcast and this one was, of course, LEGO Dimensions. And if you have not seen or heard about LEGO Dimensions, it is a brand new entry into the Toys to Life catalog where you will be building LEGOs and then putting... You're building the portal and then putting it on a special base that lights it up and then you will be building figures like the Batmobile and then placing that on the portal. And if you have, for example, a real Batmobile Lego set, you can detach the special NFC blocks off of the prepackaged one for the game and attach it to that Batmobile instead. And it will dangerous. Well, Dave's already pretty much lost his child's uh, college fund, so that's, you know. What are you talking about? This is a terrible idea. Why would I even think about this? (laughs) <laughs> How did you say that with a straight face? Yeah, years of practice. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> is there I, I anybody? Is there anybody on the panel that's not interested in purchasing a game like that? Uh, I I want to because it sounds awesome, but I don't want to because it has Back to the Future and Batman going to lose and Wizard of Oz, and you can take make your Batman. Own. You can take Make Batman and put him in. in the yellow brick road. You put Batman on the yellow brick road with Toto nipping at his heels. You can you can I'll make that, your I'll own you Lego movie. Yeah. Oh this my god. Right there. You don't need that. That is the next Wizard of Oz right there. Batman and Oz. <laughs> Batman and Oz. Walking what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> Uh, Kate, are uh, you interested in something like this or no? No. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they have already confirmed that there will be interoperability. So if you have Batman and you get the Wizard of Oz playset, in fact, they show it right in the trailer. 
Batman and Gandalf appearing in Oz on the Yellow Brick Road together. Oh my gosh. Um, some flying monkeys with Batman. They have confirmed sets, uh, or they, they have basically little playset expansions. Um, they've confirmed through the end of 2015 they will have Back to the Future, they will have um, uh, Wizard of Oz, they will have some Justice League ones that have uh, Wonder Woman and Cyborg, and it looks like Wonder Woman does come with an invisible jet, by the way. I don't think I talked to you guys about that. Uh, and um, so everybody comes with a vehicle and then their, their character piece. There's so much money there. So much. Which is hilarious. The question I ask is, will we see Marvel-licensed Lego sets for this very DC Warner Brothers game? I don't know. I don't know, actually, because... Lego Dimensions (laughs) 2.0. Yeah. It depends. I mean, there's obviously going to be, like, I mean, Warner's clearly, you know, pushing their properties with it. Um, The interesting thing, I guess, would be to see, I mean, people want to make money, so they're going to want to cut deals, and everybody's, like, this thing's going to sell no matter what. Um, They make all kinds of like Marvel Lego stuff with everything else. So it makes sense that they'd be able to bring it in. Um, it's just a matter of negotiating the deals, I guess. Because I, who's for some reason, I doubt... Hmm? Who's the publisher, though? Try, uh, it's, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Okay, well then, no, we won't see it. Really? Because they, they did a Marvel Lego game, and yeah. that was published by WB as well. Yeah... They, they, well, they won't do it with the first. I mean, I kind of said it tongue in cheek the first time, but they won't do it with the first iteration. No, maybe not the first iteration, but well, I mean, now, if it sells now, so really this well. Is, this is actually another selling point for the system: is they are positioning this like Rock Band, in that the, it is a platform. Not you will not have to upgrade bases or any of this stuff moving forward. This is what it's going to be for the lifetime of the system. You won't have to buy a new. They're saying any new sets won't require a new base or anything along those lines. This is it. This is all you're going to need, and then it's going to be expansions moving forward. Well, okay, one thing on that is you, you, if you have a base and, oh, there's expansions moving forward, well, if you have a single base and then you have an expansion off an expansion off an expansion off an expansion, that, that can cause problems. So just... For me, it's the the whole thing of oh, we're gonna straight up admit right now, this is gonna be it for the whole you know lifespan of the system. The PS4 could last a while. The Xbox One could last a while. But that's what they're saying, nonetheless. They're saying this is what you're gonna need to play every Lego Dimension set from here moving forward. Okay, that I can believe. I just feel like it's gonna be like a 3DS thing. Oh, you can play your old 3DS games, but there's a new 3DS which plays new games. Something like that. I don't know. I just feel like there's a trap here that we're just not seeing. It's a trap! It's a tarp! It's a tarp. It's a tarp. Yeah, the, the trap tarp. is this stuff costs money. <laughs> <laughs> the, the trap is that game's still going to be broke. Are they going <laughs> to sell the NFC chips individually to, so you can just add it to different Legos maybe? See, no, you, now you you're being silly. The, you get those <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the expansion pack. 
Oh, man. But they do come off, and you can't yeah. attach them to other things. But what if you just don't want to take them off, and you just want to add it to other Lego pieces? Uh, you can do that, but it's going to... I, I think it's going to register whatever it was. So if you pull it off the Batmobile, and you put it on the Millennium Falcon, it's still going to register the Batmobile, and all your space on the pad is going to be taken up by your giant-ass Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so well, yeah, exactly. What if you uh, don't have enough NFC chips? You're going to have to buy a lot more. What do you mean? As soon as you buy a pack, it comes with the NFC chips. Yeah. I'm talking about the older sets. Like, let's say uh, oh, no, no, my brother... No, no, no. So you're not going to be able to digitize non-set Lego, Legos. Uh, okay, never mind then. What I'm saying no. is that you can take the NFC chips off of the current sets... Attach them to other things, and Got it will still register in the game as that thing. Okay. So that's that's interesting. Oh, so you could take the one off of Wonder Woman and put it on uh, Plastic Man, and it's still going to be Wonder Woman in the game, but you'll okay. have a Plastic Man figure sitting on the base. Got it. So okay. I understand. Never mind. So. Doesn't matter. Never mind. Um. Bloodborne sold over a million units in Those just poor, over poor two people. weeks. Uh, so that, that means that it's probably on chart to register three or four million in sales uh, within the next several months. So that looks like that's going to be a big success for From Software. They considered Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 1 sold 2.5 million, and those were considered very successful games. So the fact that they hit that in two, you know, one million mar milestone in two weeks uh, bodes very well for their sales cycle for that. Um, and then last but not least, anything else that we need to cover? Um, I think probably the last story that I wanted to touch on, and we'll wrap up the podcast after that. Uh, one of the interesting things is that the U.S. Department of Education uh, is holding a conference that basically is aimed at re-examining America's school curriculum to include video games as part of... Uh, children's education. I could totally be a teacher for that. What is what? Yes. Yeah, so what? Yeah. What happened is the University of Indiana did a study um, that was released by the U.S. Department of Education leading up to this comp this symposium that they're having in New York City. It basically says that on average, children spend ten thousand hours playing video games by the time they graduate school, which is roughly equivalent to the total amount of time that they are in school. And you can use that. And for me, that was very true. Yeah, yeah, me too. And and what they're saying is we need to re-examine how to engage with video game publishers and developers to create engaging, entertaining software that can be used as a part of school curriculum. Um, and in, in fact, at the symposium, they're actually having Ubisoft come and speak. Uh, they're going to talk about Just Dance because, you know, it obviously gets kids up and moving. Um, they're going to talk about um, oh, what, was, cool. what was the other one besides Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is the third one. Um, because, oh, oh, history. history. Yes, yeah, history. Yeah. All, the, all the research that they did, the representations of, of uh, you know. Watchdogs. Uh, no. Computer it, science. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I hate you, Nick. I hate you. Um, I'm trying to think what the, I can't remember what the third one is, but the idea behind it was, uh, again, it was something educational. Oh, it was uh, uh, Rocksmith. 
because they were trying to make a game out of teaching people to play actual guitar. Cool. Rocksmith so, has actually quite a few recommendations from a yeah. lot of the YouTube and well, online people I watch. Surprisingly, even Harmonix recommends it. You want to play real guitar? Pick real up guitar. Yeah, yeah, real guitar. Pick up Rocksmith. So wow. I think it's interesting that educators are kind of coming together for this symposium to look at actually moving our curriculum towards what I would call 21st century area as opposed to just leaving it stuck in the past. But um, but we all realize there's going to be years of failures at this before they find something successful, right? Yeah. I mean, this isn't going to happen next year. This isn't going to happen three years from now. We're talking five to ten years minimum from them to find the right balance if they have the persistence to stay with it. Because the first iteration is backing them and they get, yeah. You know, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true, and here's why. Here's my counterpoint to that. Already today in school curriculums, if there is a relevant movie that comes out to something that is being covered in a literature class or a history class, it is not uncommon for a teacher to bring that in and have the children watch that movie or sit through the movie. I think what they're looking at for first steps is to do the same thing with video games. If they are studying, you know, the modern renaissance, and there's a, a, a game that has that built into it, I think that that's where they could start to see that overlap, come in and play through a couple cha you know, chapters of that game and look at the different art pieces, etc. Am I necessarily promoting that Assassin's Creed is a good educational instrument? No, but you kind of get the loose idea of where I'm going with that. I think that's what their first steps are going to be, and then, like you said, engaging with developers to create the next generation of educational or edutainment games is where we'll see that go from there. What do you think about that, Matt? I don't think there's enough out there to support that. I mean, there's plenty of historical stuff or social relevant stuff in movies and books and even music where that's been done since I was in school. I mean, all of us watched To Kill a Mockingbird, I'm sure. You know, so I mean, that that's not a new kind okay, well, fine, Philadelphia school systems suck. <laughs> um, the... Uh, <clears throat> But uh, something, right? I mean, we've all watched, we all had to read a book and watch a movie of it or something like that. I'm probably guessing most of us. Uh, so that that's an existing idea that's been around for, for a long time. I mean, you know, we were watching reel-to-reel -reel projectors doing that kind of stuff when I was in elementary. So... Uh, well, uphill both ways in the snow. Yeah, we did. Which you literally actually can do here, which is kind of funny. My prostate. Um, but, uh, the, uh, the, but in games, you just don't have that. You don't have that depth of relevant material that isn't going to come along with a ton of potentially objectionable baggage. Yes, you could probably take some clips out of Assassin's Creed and play them. For you know, you could show if the city was designed accurately. You know, you could get the models of the city, or you could get some sort of, you know, free fly view of Venice or whatever. I, I've never played in Assassin's Creed. I don't know. Uh, but so you know, therein there's something you know showing Leonardo da Vinci's glider in action in the game. Okay, something like that. But it's going to be very, 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 very small. Um, you know, the rest of it's going to be like the really cheesy 
learning games that we had when, you know, we had the Commodore 64 and you had to play the Snoopy game where you had to do math to get Snoopy to shoot down the Red Baron. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying I think that the base right now is far too small to execute similar to what you would do with books or movies. Nick's going to explode. Nick's, Nick's going to lose done, it. I actually did. I've done a few things with gaming and education, and one of the things I was... I, I think this has a... Well, okay, let me start this. What age group are they looking to incorporate this into? High school? K-2? They're, they're, they're looking through for the entire K-12. spectrum. Yep, K-12. K-12, okay. <clears throat> I think with high school, you have... You do have a good amount to actually do something with this. As an example, um, I think history can benefit from this greatly. Not just in the World War II, Assassin's Creed kind of thing, but I mean in general. I mean experiencing something like, take slavery as an example. Every kid is like, oh, I've heard slavery 10,000 times. No, play a slavery. Play a slave. Go do it. Go try do whatever you want. And just, it's not going to be a fun game. That's the thing. You want really educational in history, it's not going to be fun. Because you try moving, you get killed. You try something else. I mean, this. Well, you know, that, that's the interesting thing. They specifically called that out in this article. They said that's exactly what they don't want. They want a game that is developed with educational hooks and relevance, uh... not a not a education that has game elements. Yeah, and that's I think the thing is important. But I do think that this will appeal to certain people more like myself who, you know, you could lecture me all you want. It doesn't mean I'm going to be able to understand and incorporate it into something without an example. And that's what the game's going to do. For computer science, this has literally limitless potential. So us nerds, yay, we get bonuses. But, I mean, for a lot of other things, this is going to be kind of difficult to incorporate into. I think it has potential. It's going to help a lot of people. Some people aren't going to care. Just like anything with education. Some, it, it's, it's got, you have to use it properly. It, not all of it's going to be fun. Not all of it's going to be Halo or Destiny or Call of Duty or, these are all shooters, um, or Peggle or anything like that. But I, I think this has a lot of good potential. I, I think so too. It's something to keep an eye on. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. A couple housekeeping items, of course. Uh, please do like and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Uh, do visit our Patreon page. It's patreon.com. Slash Gamers Ledge, if you like what we do and would like to help support us uh, with new equipment, things of that nature, uh, even for a dollar a month, you get access to exclusive content. You can get access to some of our stuff early, uh, but everything we do will always be free, uh, and we appreciate you watching and uh, engaging with us. Uh, also, do uh, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gamers Ledge. Twitter is at Gamers Ledge. Our Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Balt99 because they won't let me change it to at Gamers Ledge. Thank you, Twitch. And um, that brings us to final thoughts for the evening. Taro, final thoughts. Uh, 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 brutality. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> do as many as you can. Do rot your brain. He can't even talk anymore. Uh, Dave, final thoughts. Just a great time to be a geek. I mean... Seriously, like all the stuff we have in front of us, we have this great new Avengers movie coming up. Video games are just like incredible. Um, Ant-Man. They took Ant-Man and they made me want to watch it. Like a movie just about Ant-Man. 
and I want to go see it. We got new Star Wars coming out. I mean, God, it's it's life is good right now. He's so optimistic about that new Star Wars, man. It's gonna be awesome. That I'm so excited for the trailer. So Lucas, man. I'm gonna watch it so that we can have that discussion. But I am, I am approaching it with Episode One kind of expectations right now. Trailer, trailer is allegedly going to be released tomorrow with the opening of Celebration. Right. Good times, come on. Uh, Matt, nice. kind of, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Matt, final, final thoughts. Um, yeah, uh, derp and derper der. Um, oh, that's about similar to mine. Yeah. <laughs> and you said video games brought the plane. Well, I yeah. said uh, the uh, the celebration thing. I kind of burned mine in the conversation point. So yeah, the Star Wars trailer <laughs> is is supposed to allegedly be released tomorrow. So look for that to drop online. Midday. Nick, final thoughts. Star Ocean Five. All I can say. Star yeah, Ocean that Five. That's still I, around. That's coming no, it was, out. It was announced. Yeah, it was announced yesterday. Yesterday. I didn't know Star Ocean was still a thing. That's it cool. is, and it's awesome. It is now. It's, and it's got, it's like my, uh, Star Ocean to the end of time was the one RPG I played all the way through. 255, everybody. I was, I was a little obsessed, so. Um, my final thought for the week is uh, stay tuned. Uh, it's very possible that here within the next week or two we may be announcing yet another new show for the channel, so keep in mind, keep in tune for that. And uh, last but not least, what do you call it when Batman skips church? Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Hold on. What is it? Do I have to go super dumb on this, or do I have to use a little bit of brain power? Christian Bale. Oh, there's no brain there. Until next week, game on. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.